The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Skinny are helping you show how smart you are with the 1Q Quiz, an all-new, super-challenging and super-quick daily quiz built by The Spin-Off. Every Monday, Skinny are giving you the chance to prove you're smart with the Skinny Extra Credit question. Get it right, and you'll get the chance to score yourself some Skinny Extra mobile credit so you can text, call, or even video call your group chat and gloat about how big your brain is. T's and C's apply. Welcome along to the Real Pod's Real Recap of Celebrity Treasure Island, Week Four. Holy boy, it's really every week another absolute corker. My name's Jane. Holy boy. Joy- Holy boy. <laughs> Holy boy. <laughs> Holy boy. <laughs> and girl. <laughs> Welcome, Duncan Grieve and Alex Casey. How are you guys? Hello, Jane. I'm losing my mind, baby. <laughs> right now, Alex is holding her hair, or would it? I mean, it's it's where her hair should be. It doesn't look like her hair over her face, and now over her forehead. I'm doing a little fakey fringe, you know. I'm at that point of lockdown where I'm like, fakey at that fringe. point of lockdown. Maybe it oh. should be a real fringe. Maybe I'll just cut it. Robin did that last week, and no regrets. Really? Yeah, cut cut a fringe and cut like these weird bangs. So she's got these three steps to her hair, and uh, you know, very cool. It's something. That's exciting. <laughs> it's something. It really is something. It's something. She doesn't regret it now, but perhaps she'll regret it when she goes back to school. You know, anything's possible in lockdown. Your your perspective's all screwed up, and then you get back into the real world, and it's like I've never seen the sun before. You know? No one's going back into the real world or going back to school. Come on. Like, okay. This is the realist part. <laughs> I tell you what, a lovely place to be, sunny Northland, on the beach, with 13 or so of your best new mates, uh, for, foraging for Kinner, having a nice time, by the way. And, uh, yeah. and that's where we are for Celebrity Treasure Island. We've got two teams, Team Katapo and Team Repo, who seem... Absolutely bloody unstoppable, can I just say. Uh, and speaking of hair, the girls started out the week by removing their battle braids. And I'm sorry, but it is simply not fair that Jess's hair looks like that when it's salty and sweaty and been in braids for a week. It's Miss Universe hair, Jane. I know, but she can't actually she look like it looked like a TikTok hack on how to make your hair beautiful. And um, Ange and Lana looked like what happens when real people do it. <laughs> <laughs> Lana is the real pod, don't you reckon? Yes, I, I, think I think this whole show is the real pod. When they did the challenge where they were um, using a pulley to eat a piece of gluten-free bread off a hook and Candy had it leg out by her ear, I was like, this is the real pod of TV shows. Like, they haven't thought this challenge through at all. Um, basically like any one of our segments, they've not thought it through because as soon as she bit into the bread, it fell off the hook and then Bree's like, ah, I guess you can use your hands. And then from then on, everyone just like ripped it off. 
And just shoveling it down. Anyway, <laughs> we'll get there. Um, we've got an awesome foursome, Lance, Chris, Joe, and Brinley. That is a foursome I would want to be part of. Oh, oh my goodness. Hey, Jane. Not like this. Yeah. Fair enough, program. though. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, if I, was, if I was in an alliance on Treasure Island, that's the team I would want to be alliancing with. What about the Andy's problem? <laughs> oh, no, they've done laundry. It's all good. What Andy's problem? Oh, Joe not, not changing his undies. Yeah. But she said it wasn't that kind of foursome, Alex. Oh, okay. it was just sorry, 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 sorry. Just the alliance. Sorry. I had no <laughs> plans on finding out if he gets close to his underwear. Anyway, um, Katapo are busy trying to get rid of uh, Rogue Richie after he after he sent Art into the elimination uh, last week and got him ousted, and that wasn't part of the plan. So he's gone rogue. Angela is just... Absolutely strategizing the shit out of this show in such a clever, conniving way. I love it. I really love it. My favorite, can I say something about the, this opening segment, which really doesn't, you know, like it doesn't feel like it's a, an important part of the show. Like the show is basically like a weird game show with a little bit of where you just have to endure some horrible, like, living conditions. Mm. But the observational stuff is my my favourite material. Like if if yeah. they could sort of squish the structured elements down into kind of half the time, and then just have heaps more just sort of hanging out on the beach. Because they must have. I don't really understand like how, whether they're shooting crazy amounts of material and just junking it all, or whether they just have very prescribed shooting time. But it is so fun watching them yarning and just doing silly stuff like learning to pose also they'll do, do these intercuts where there'll be like two people yeah, a few people in the briefest bikinis you've ever seen and then another group <laughs> that are wearing puffer jackets and multiple hoodies seemingly <laughs> at the same time and like, this just doesn't make any sense but I don't mind I feel like it's in Edna's contract that she's like I must be wearing my bikinis <laughs> that are for sale by Ed and I at all times <laughs> otherwise I'm not here and I don't care how cold it is <laughs> uh, look, and you know what I, I would buy that bikini if I could pull it off too <laughs> oh okay now who's being rude? <laughs> um, listen, I think that I reckon they've got prescribed shooting times. I don't reckon that they're crewing that all day, every day. But I also think there's heaps of downtime. I reckon they do it. Like this, uh, to me, it seems like there's heaps of um, just observational stuff in there, Dunk. I think there'd be more, and the challenges would be right out the window. I'd be fine with that. But it's like how Love Island. It's like when you watch Love Island, and the worst, the challenges, the shittest part. Like it's. They're good and they're spectacular. And there's, uh, we'll say this, there's a great uh, feature by Chris Schultz on the spinoff, speaking to the executive producer about how the challenges have become more brutal. But I agree. Like, it's almost like a case for just like a celebrity big brother or something in New Zealand. Yeah. Well, could could they, because I mean, there's almost like Celebrity Treasure Island, it contains so many multitudes that you could just sort of have like a a spinoff show where you just did less challenges and suddenly it just is Celebrity Big Brother. You know? But what it is, is everyone who gets voted off then goes into the the house where it's just purely observational, right? So you come off the island and then you're in the the island, I don't know, a, a little bureau or something, uh, and that's just cameras on them all the time, yummy food, a pool, you know, and just see what that's comes of that. That's a great idea. Thank you. That uh, works. But I, I do, um, I think the challenges are then, the challenges 
being there means that some of the observational stuff is really good because that's where all the strategy and stuff comes in, right? That's you know, great. that's where a lot of the drama and tension comes from is what they're going to do and the challenges, who they're going to put up and that kind of thing. I think if they were all just on a beach having a nice time, it, you wouldn't it be might the same get tension. Okay, I've got a new idea. New idea. Sorry, I know that we should probably be getting into it. But basically, it's COVID times. The celebrities are sequestered away from the rest of New Zealand. We're running two reality shows simultaneously forever, one of which is a luxury house where you get voted out and you have to go to Celebrity Treasure Island hard times, one of which is Celebrity Treasure Island where you get voted out and you're sent to the luxury house and they just kind of rotate endlessly Mm. for Mm. all time and there's no winners. (laughs) Wouldn't you constantly just, you'd be constantly trying to get voted out off the island though, wouldn't you? You'd be, I'll do the the elimination challenge. What's the prize? There's no prizes, uh, you know, continued existence (laughs) (laughs) there and not here. Yeah, and also also with, um, with other famous people, you know, like it's great for your personal brand. It's a sort of a, an insurance it's an influencer to keep you house. Yeah. Influencer yeah. house is definitely. And they have to influencer challenges and like see how many see how many people you can exploit during lockdown to buy bikinis. You know? And basically sort of thing. just desperately auditioning for uh, to try and get Warner Brothers to, to recruit me away from the spin off like they did Alex. Mm. Well, I think I think that um, I had a conversation with someone I don't remember recently about uh, it's time for living the dream 2.0 and that could be the influencer yeah. house. Yeah. And Duncan, yeah. you could be in there as like this, you know, the CEO <laughs> 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 who thinks he's on The Apprentice. <laughs> I really want to see Buck Shelford shilling for Instagram. I want that to be something that he has to do. Buck Shelford. Yes. Uh, yeah. So good. That's his, that's his handle right there. Buck Shelford. Uh, anyway, okay. So then we start off with a team face-off, which was uh, throw, just hoofing balls through a hole, right, with a slingshot. And the big plan was for Katsupo to throw it. This is what the girls came up with so that they could oust Richie. But Richie was just very, very shit at this challenge. And they, they didn't need to do anything for him to fuck it up and lose captaincy. Handy. Uh, that's and feminism. They, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are fucking it up all on your own. We'll just, we'll just stand there, hold the balls and watch you do it. Um, so Jess is now the new captain of Katapo. She's really owning it. She she looks great. She looks like she's, uh, <laughs> she looks like she's um, you know, she looks at home with the big stick and is a, a, just a glorious Amazonian warrior type. Agree. Also, <laughs> speaking of glorious Amazonian warrior types, how good is it when Bray just like forces down two saucy rolls for no yeah. real good reason? Seemingly just like on the fly, just for fun. It reminded me a lot of um, when we were on a certain car journey to a certain apprentice party, and one certain oh. Jane Yee was hoofing down mm. a saucy roll. We're like <laughs> crazy. Velocity. I have a real um, a real problem, and that I cannot stop at a petrol station to fill up the car without. <laughs> Getting a sausage roll. <laughs> I maintain that sausage rolls out of petrol station uh, warming drawers are actually pretty good, particularly a wild bean. I'm, I'm just confronted by you making reference to the times when we could go to apprentice parties and cars <laughs> together, and I'm now I've got a profound sadness, which will be great, great for the podcast. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago, but it seems like forever. It's crazy. What is you know what time? I was thinking about? Pop stars. 
was this year. Nope. <laughs> like, no, it wasn't. I was thinking about Kimbra, and then I was like, Kimbra did something, didn't she, this year? And then I went, oh, my God, that whole show just came and went. And nothing, no. like, you know? Not, <laughs> no. Did not touch the size. <laughs> Crazy. It was at least two years ago. Um, <laughs> other nice time things that are happening. Oh, what other nice time things that are happening on the beach is um, Buck teaching. I mean, everything about Buck and Chris is is lovely. Oh, so Glorious. wholesome. Uh, Buck teaching Chris how to spiral, spiral a rugby ball. And it's he kind of seems reluctant, but he's, like, coming around to it. You know what I mean? Like, he's slowly defrosting. He's being very challenged, I feel. Quite literally, like Austin Powers. <laughs> um, and also that real cute moment where Lance is just obviously extremely bad with those bluff-type challenges and he's going to have to go up to it for the captain's challenge and they, they do, like, a practice with him and he's just he's just hopeless. It's, I bless him. I still, I still really like Lance. Oh, we all love Lance. The captain's challenge was Kumara in a box. It's a classic game. <laughs> I don't like these ones because I don't know what's going on. Oh, do you know what? I had to pause afterwards and be like, what was it? Was his strategy to pretend like yeah. he had it, but he was bluffing that he didn't have it. So she'd think that he was doing a bad bluff and that he did have it. And then she, t- like, wh- I have just, I, c- I can't figure it out. I feel like they should have a Kumara, Kumara cam in the box so the audience knows what they're doing. Yeah. And like can see the. The, the the thought process. That's exactly right. It would also just be quite a funny sort of picture-in-picture, picture, just a <laughs> static shot of a kumara. <laughs> <laughs> you put some gifs on it. I don't know. Like, there's a reason I don't work in television anymore. <laughs> when he described it as uh, purple and brown, I was like, yes. And, and Jess was like, no such thing. I was like, uh, yes, got one in my drawer. It's like, <laughs> it's like purple, but it's kind of got like a slight brown... Sheen? Not a sheen. It's not a shiny sheen. But he meant the dirt, didn't he? I don't think he did. I think he was, like, playing up the fact that he was pretending like he'd... Oh, yeah. I mean, he said the dirt, but he, yeah, he did a good job. I don't know that he knew what he was doing. Uh, I think he just was, like, pretty stoked that whatever it was worked. And uh, what what did they win? I get confused what you win for different things. No. No. (laughs) Oh, he won a scroll. Similar. He, 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 he won. He won. just saying pizzas every ten minutes. <laughs> he won a right to pick. Um, if if someone in his team gets picked to compete by the other captain, he can swap them out with someone else in his team or something. Something. He's decided to keep it to himself. And Chris is like, hmm, how committed is he to the awesome foursome if he's not going to tell us what's on that bloody scroll? Dun, dun, dun. Everyone's starting to, like, question their friends now, which is it's all starting to get very gritty. There was a solo endurance challenge. Um, this was fucking out the gate. Richie and Edna go up against each other in, I don't know, like a weird progressive squat situation. Horrible. It was like a... I'm going to do it now on the podcast. frozen limbo. I'm basically doing it, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, all right, guys. Um, How long did they last? Like 10 minutes? They lasted like 11 minutes. I'm already I tried. I tried a little just to see how how, I I didn't really test myself at all. I was just like, oh, yeah, doesn't seem too bad. But they were burning. Yeah, I get the feeling like it was bad. But but Richie could clearly do that for three days. Like his mind control was terrifying. 
I wonder how JJ would have gone because she wanted to do the endurance challenge and I I feel like she just didn't, um, you know, she was putting her hand up for everything because she just wanted to be like, I want to be on this TV show. I want to <laughs> actually feature on this at some point. Um, and Edna ended up doing, I mean, Edna did great. They, I, I, there's no way that I could have done as well as Edna did. Uh, but she lost and she was gutted because her dad was a tyrant, basically. Her dad was like, win at all costs. It's not about it's not about the game. It's not about the enjoyment. You you win or you're dead to me. That's basically how she described her, her dad's parenting style. And so she, uh, you know, she's had a very um, pressured upbringing in terms of success, and she really felt it. But we saw that softer side. It was nice seeing that human side of Edna because she's been quite a sort of Robert Patrick and Terminator Two up to this point, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's Robert Patrick? Which one's he? I thought you were going to say, I think you mean Robert Pattinson. <laughs> no, the, 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 the one with the Milton, molten metal one. Is that T-1000? I don't know. You know, who runs as fast as a car? He's not as uh, famous as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, yeah, the other but, one. Um, the, yeah. the not Arnold. <laughs> you often um, hear a lot of chat about is, the Does that mean Ian Lewis the Arnold of the Boss Babes? <laughs> Isn't that obvious? Oh, my God, was Edna on Boss Babes? She is that one of the two boss babes. Eh? Oh my god! Do <laughs> I not know that? This is wrecking our credibility. Keep up, oh, James. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so much television. Um, Edna, I really believed her when she was like, "It's a team," you know. That she she felt really bad that she'd lost it for the team. That she had something to prove because she was someone who, right from the get go, seemed like she was out for herself. And to have her in that moment feel like she'd really let the team down and be in tears and everyone softened to her was really nice. Oh, very clever, one or the other. Uh, but Richie won. He got a huge hamper of food. I mean, they are not hungry anymore. I feel like they only starved them for the first week or two and then it's just like, <laughs> here's, here's a whole pantry's worth of food. There's only five of you left and here's seven kilograms of Spam, you know? Delicious. Um, I actually think it looks quite yum sometimes as well. Like, it's yeah, almost like totally. bad mix. <laughs> He also got a clue. Actually, no, he got, did he get two clues? He got two, he got, sorry, he got a clue and a scroll to play, save a player in elimination, like a mercy card. And he, uh, he decided to keep the scroll to himself. The other one had, sorry, the clue to himself. The mercy card had to go to the captain and was for the captain to play whenever they wanted to. Um, I reckon he should have just said he only got one, one thing. Because he was like, I got two things, I'm going to go off and read them. He should have just been like, I only got I got one thing, I'm going to go off and read it. And just pretend like he only got one. But they're all a bunch of idiots because he came back, told them about the mercy card, and they never even asked him about the other one. Right. So full, full, full them. <laughs> full full everybody. That's so, what you say. That's what I'm saying. Along with pizza. <laughs> Pizzas? <laughs> that was the end of episode 10. We just scooch into episode 11. Um, this is where Angie <coughs> Bloomfield's really starting to shine as a strategic genius. She is, um, she wants to create, what is it? The Overeat Agreement. Over agreement. Um, oh, is that what she actually said? Yeah. Well, I, th- I think Lana came up with the, the name. Uh, <laughs> and all the ovaries are It's a are really on board. cool name. 
Yeah, don't. except for prequel to the ovarian agreement, which I mean, you know, same. It's just the same same thing, right? But she didn't quite nail it. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of alliancing going on. Lance's alliance is alliance alliancing definitely isn't a word, by the way, but it is for the purpose <laughs> of this. Lance is alliancing with everybody. Um, he talks about how he's got a really good relationship with Edna and their friendship means that they've got a good alliance. He's also in the awesome foursome. He's really close with, is he close with Richie as well? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like he's just, bond. he's mates, mates with everyone. Meantime, Chris's lips are burning off. Ever had lip burn? Every day of my life. Can you talk me through it? Well, you just peel, it's just a peel. A cracking, a peeling. Oh, it sounds hideous. I was on medication for a long time. I mean, my lips got sunburned like every day until I figured out that I needed to buy SPF 15 uh, lip balm. It's hideous. It's just like very painful and you want to like rip Ugh. the skin off, but it makes it worse. It <laughs> sounds sore. It is sore. I feel for Chris. We've yet to see Chizzo's eyes be singed. Looking forward to that. The charity <laughs> challenge was this bread eating thing, this Gluten-free, smash a piece of gluten-free bread. You've had gluten-free bread before? Yeah. yeah it's cardboard, right? It's yeah. dry. It's yuck. Uh, it's, it's, it's boring TV. It's also, I'm sure that's a choking hazard. You know, like mm. the, the health and safety nightmare that is 2021 in reality TV just rolls on. Like really dry bread that you can't touch with your hands and have to swallow as fast as you can. Just no way that that's okay. Or you can touch with your hands. Well, yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> Once the futility of the task becomes clear. Um, there is a real hiccup, hiccup, hiccup for me. Like I can't eat anything, any kind of carbs at that sort of speed without getting like really loud kind of heaving. Seems like I'm choking, but I'm not. I'm just hiccuping hiccups. Wow. So oh it would have been, been good tally. Once again, Celebrity Treasure Island 2022, Janie. I don't know. I, I like... Honestly, if again, ball and paddle. I'm going to buy a paddle and some wooden balls and I'm just going <laughs> to practice balancing balls on paddles because it is the key to success. It's the key to survival. <laughs> Can we just talk about the um, the celebrity impersonations and the roast? Because that was a really, really amazing uh, scene. We're I not really it. there yet. We're pretty much there. <laughs> I mean, we're not. He's zagging. <laughs> you're you're oh, really. I'm, I'm you're, accelerating. I mean, obviously we have, the daddy, we have the daddy Buck stuff, which is really good, and I like the sort of objectification of, of Buck um, by Chris Parker that sort of seems to be low-key happening. It's just, it's just good material, but the roast is incredible. Anyway, you, you're the, just going to stay roast, in your own time, Jane. We'll get there. We'll get, I'll get you there. I'll get you there. Um, yeah, but, but by the way, another show we need to commission, Buck Goes Wild with Three White Dumb Comedians. Like, great show. <laughs> Honestly, that yeah. could be that could be the third element of the great celebrity uh, influencer house slash Treasure Island um, enterprise. Yeah, that could be like an annex or a sort of mm. uh, an online only element, <laughs> like mm. the Shorty yeah. Summer series. Yeah. After yeah. hours, oh my god, the Shorty Summer series. <laughs> Remember when? Let me write that down. Yes, I, can't I mean it's still happening, isn't it? <laughs> I surely they can't afford to. It's always like, who's that guy, Bryce or whatever. Brent. I know the Is best one was when you picked you picked your love interest um, yeah. to write to you over summer and TK and was sending me emails. Oh <laughs> and then broke Paris up with me at the end of summer. Like, hey babe, it's just not gonna work out. Man, <laughs> gutted. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
anyone under the age of 30 probably just means nothing. Um, okay. What else happened? Uh, the team face-off. So, yes, this was the where the, the losers are performers and the winners are the audience. And the winner will get a reward. Um, oh, sorry, the winning performer will get a reward, food, and 5K for charity. And obviously the winning team get a whole lot of club sandwiches, popcorn. And criminally, they get soft drinks, <laughs> which was later referred to <laughs> as fizzy drink. And not uh, once was it referred to as ice Cold fizz, for fuck's sake. What a tease. <laughs> they know what they're doing. I they know. I know. They're just dangling like, it in front of us and then sometimes, away. Sometimes they do Easter eggs, which are like, oh, come on. That's so obvious. And this time it's like, now you're fucking with us. Now you're Angela <laughs> Bloomfielding us. Like, do you really not know or are you pretending you don't know and you're trolling us? Ice Cold Fizz was Survivor, right? Maybe they say it maybe it's like copyright but Survivor. Well, he's carried over in the drink, though. It's it's definitely copyright matches, though, as far as I'm concerned. It's his phrase to say, and this was the book. time to say it. I'm well, terrified there's not going to be any more fizz. You know how I hey? said that thing, that Mad Butcher thing and you push the button, it would say a different classic Mad Butcher phrase? I want yeah. a Matt Chisholm version of that. That's merch. Yeah. Great, Great idea. <laughs> Merch. Speaking of, one of head, one. To, <laughs> head to the spinoff.co.nz forward slash shop and pick yourself up a lovely corny pin. Lovely enamel pin. It's a copper corn or an ear of corn. What's the difference? I'm not sure. Uh, set to colour bars of a television to represent the cornies of the Real Pod Corner, <laughs> facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Real Pod Corner, and also <laughs> television because we just mostly talk about that. Thank you very much. 15 that bucks. Was that was an info bomb. It was. It was an incredible host read by the host. Yes, <laughs> Thank with you. the most test. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, in this challenge, they had to do some sort of relay race. I mean, Richie just absolutely duffed it again. I mean, he's either great or fucking terrible, you know? Is he doing like, it on purpose? They Well, Lana questioned if he was throwing it, but, like, for what purpose? Mm. You know, there was no so real reason like, for I'm him. I'm just a to... baby. Don't get rid of me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you think he's trying to make himself seem like less of a threat? Like yeah. I'm a bumbling idiot. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. The big question is, why the hell was Jess swimming instead of Anna Simsic? What is going on? Is that <laughs> yeah, that does seem a like cover, a massive fuck-up. Is this fuck a cover-up? <laughs> is she, did she not she... really win a medal? Is she not really a very good swimmer? Maybe she's, she, maybe she's got the yips. Yeah. I've all forgotten how to swim. Like, uh, there's something going on. It's very strange to have a, like, a Commonwealth Games gold medalist swimmer seemingly refusing to swim. I know she does the backstroke, but I, I, I feel like her backstroking is still going to be faster than her backstroking after she has not eaten for probably like three months. Um, she's riddled with, I don't know, some sort of rash, like all lots of bad things. <laughs> I don't know. I'm basically saying her and her absolute worst backstroking would still be better than anyone else freestyling. Disagree. I think we've seen Chris, Chris was Park, a base. Chris Park yeah. smoked her. Okay, should be then. Should be. Should be. Should be. Mm. If you're like what, the best in the world at something, you know? You should be better than Chris Parker com- at freestyle. But what if it's 20 years ago? 30 years ago and it's the Commonwealth. 30 years ago. The Commonwealth <laughs> is not the world. <laughs> Muscle memory. 
<laughs> well, in that case, I do think that Chris Parker needs to enter for the Commonwealth Games next time round. I couldn't agree more. Repo win. Um, yeah, no, Lance is mates with Richie because that's where we see it come up here. And he, he asked Richie who she, he should put up for the elimination from Katapo. And uh, Richie says Angela. The beef between them is really, really great. Um, mm. But Lance thinks he might put Richie up in the end. He doesn't, though, does he? He, uh, he, well, he puts up Lana in the elimination challenge. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. But let's talk about the performance. It's about here's your time to shine, Dunk. No, 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 it's fine. Uh, I just enjoyed it. I've, I've gone shy. <laughs> you got the yips. It just cracked me up. You're in a simtic facing the ocean. Did I have a question? All I wrote was weird shells for teeth. Was that Richie? I th- it felt like Richie had like <laughs> somehow natural fake teeth. He was referencing <laughs> buck teeth for Buck Shelford. I think because Buck was like, oh, I had buck, I had buck teeth when I was young, but I wasn't fat when I was young because he also got like, shoved some pillows he, up his he shield, was, he, was, he was fat shaming Buck, which was un, uncalled for. Buck is uh, considerably older than Richie. I looked it up, and uh, you know he's, he's he's got he's got his injuries that inhibit, and it's just just don't just don't do it ever. You know, there's there's also that, but um, I I do enjoy the the sort of. Lingering, looming, Richie Buck, rugby mm. versus league tension that's just sitting yeah. there in the background of this whole thing. Yeah. Lana is doing a dance as Lance. Oh, my God, Lance dance. Um, was so great. Uh, and when Lance was like, if I look like that when I'm dancing, I shouldn't be dancing, I was thinking, I would love to look like that when I'm dancing. I would <laughs> pay for lessons to look like that when I'm dancing. I thought she did really well. I am so bad at dancing. Um not that it's all about me. I don't think I've ever seen you dance before. There's a reason. There is a I reason. I would love to see that. I did watch a clip of um, Lance posted like a highlights reel from when he was in the Fenty show last year. And um, the dancing's not that different. <laughs> you know? To what Lana was doing. <laughs> it's just like he can pull it off. <laughs> she can't. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a tower toppling competition for the elimination round. Um it's JJ versus Lana. It's so wild to me when I say JJ's name out loud. I feel like I haven't had a reason to this whole entire season because she's barely been in it. Um, but to think that there are two celebrity JJs in this world, in this I know. country. In, it's in so Auckland. telling as well. Every time you say it, my heart skips a beat because I think you're talking about the fame. And then I remember that you're talking about JJ Fong. Not that there's anything wrong with her. She just no, hasn't really. She hasn't registered at all, eh? She it's hasn't shame. registered. Uh, the, the, fe- the Fiend and the Fong. That's a show. <laughs> we have got so <laughs> many. We are sh- going to be very show. busy in production. <laughs> <laughs> that might just be a podcast, though. Let's pitch it. To the network, Kate. That's you, Jane. That's me. Truly, Feeney on the island would be so great. Has she been on before? Now's her time. Vibes like she should have, right? Back back in the day? Yeah. If not, I mean, bring her back. It's She's, she's a whole other fiend these days. I think that even if she's been on before, bring her back. But there used to be that the MediaWorks uh, TVNZ war would have um, oh, prevented yeah. it. Oh, now, of course. that alliance is broken. True. And they're free to, to recouple. Uh, math style, I would love to see The Fiend on uh, CTI. Yeah, that'd be so great. That's not math style, by the way. It's Love Island style. Well, they, they, maths... they, they pioneered it on Australian maths. That's true, but, but they weren't supposed to. Naughty. 
Yeah, um, okay, so La- both of the towers topple over. Lana wins by default, basically, because she Excellent. knocked yeah. all of her tower toppled. Um, and quote of the week, JJ Fong leaving the Cook island. Your own saying, rice, bitches. So Amazing. good. Amazing. It's horrible that she left and we're like, you had this in you this whole time. And we mm. we only get to see it as you're walking off the island. Such a shame. But she's left me wanting more. I want to know more about JJ Fong now. It's the um it's the Miss Fangie, the drag race moment of Celebrity Treasure Island. Where right. someone gets kicked out kicked out and then they suddenly have this huge moment. Everyone's like, Whoa, who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> so we can only hope that she goes on to tour <laughs> tour successfully and come back for all stars. <laughs> hey, um, we haven't done this yet in these recaps, but we're gonna take a quick break. And then uh, have a little have a little message, and then come back for episode twelve. Just a moment, caller. Kia ora koutou katoa. Te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at the Spinoff. As we find ourselves navigating a new outbreak and lockdown, everyone here at the Spinoff remains committed to bringing you quality independent journalism, which, of course, includes our coverage of COVID nineteen. It's not an exaggeration to say we couldn't do this work without the generous support of our members. So, if you'd like to help us keep Aotearoa informed, please visit thespinoff.co.nz slash members for more details and to donate today. Episode 12 begins with Jess charging her crystals. What does that mean? It's something about the moon and it's surprising that you are able to bring uh, just pile of crystals to Treasure Island. I guess they don't consider it a true advantage. Of being Is it mineral? It's like they don't understand how powerful they are in, in <laughs> yeah. production. Yeah. Basically, that whole advantage. opening montage was really fun. You had Jess recharging her crystals. You had Bryn dancing with a knife in quite a yeah. frightening way and then uh, kissing Chris in uh, quite a romantic way and it was just very, very funny and sweet and, and odd. Favourite bit favorite bit was uh, Kim and Edna talking about watching movies nude and eating noodles with mayonnaise, and Buck, not amused, <laughs> not Buck like sitting that. there stone-faced, and then he's like, noodles aren't healthy. <laughs> <laughs> not healthy for you. Of all of those oh. things, all that clearly real stuff which they were considering... Buck's take, noodles aren't healthy. <laughs> Love Buck now. Love he's Buck. really trying, like he's trying to, for the cameras, he's saying it's nice to be around the young people, but he clearly hates being around the young people. <laughs> he's like, get me get me into my man cave with my beer and, uh, so I can watch some footy. <laughs> and not the noodles. <laughs> no, they are not noodles. healthy. No kid, fine, oh. but no noodles. <laughs> I, I actually think he's starting to enjoy the young people, if I'm honest, and this mm. episode contains evidence for that uh, you know, conjecture. Yeah, I think he's also kind of like taking on the role of the grumpy grumpy old dad at camp, you know, and kind of playing it up a little bit. Um, Anna is dreading alliances, which is interesting. I just think I don't think Anna's cut out for this uh, at all. Um, she's dreading alliances, but remember when they uh, came up with the, or is that coming up with the ovarian No, ovarian it was in the previous episode. She alliance. had such a great yeah, save. She did such a great save when uh, Lana was going to talk to her about being part of the alliance just as Richie sat down next to them and Lana completely panicked, totally shat herself, and Anna, seeing what was going on, 
Pemeter to talk about the Ovary Alliance, to talk about endometriosis. <laughs> Just knowing wow. that what we later find out about Richie and his um, how he feels about women, uh, <laughs> that that was just going to be the end of his engagement with the conversation. It was brilliant save. All time. Bernard, Bernard Hickey's calling me. I'm not going to take it, but I just wanted to oh. let you all know how important you are, okay? That I am wow. screening Bernard Hickey so I that I can continue on with the good pod. The facts changed um, early this morning. I had a, had a good, good yarn <laughs> to the hickster. Is he, is he the first to himself? I haven't got the heck blowing up my phone. I am on flight mode, though. That'll be why. Just, He's probably calling me because he couldn't get through to you. <laughs> Away oh from my hecky snail mail. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where were we? Um, then we had the influencer um, Edna teaching teaching <clears throat> everyone how to be an Insta- influencer with some Instagram posing lessons on the beach, which is just great. Great colour for the show. Loved it. Fascinating, yeah. Very relatable when she was like, walk down the beach with confidence and both Kim and Chris were like, huh? What is, how do you even do that? <laughs> Does anyone in real life walk down the beach with confidence or just completely self-aware and embarrassed? I'm just sort of trying to get my feet out of the sand. So it's like quite a big walk. It's not really confident (laughs) so much as very uh, utilitarian, you know. I'm just trying to survive. I have two modes of transportation with my feet on a beach. One is waddle and the other is scurry. Those are the only (laughs) two ways that I move. I'm definitely a scuttler. (laughs) Um, I actually thought Chris really killed it with his sort of both parody of but also quite decent execution of the sort of sexy beach walk when he did the camera. Absolutely. Held the camera. Yeah, totally. You know, like, like Kim and Kim, like probably two of the most supremely confident people in New Zealand are kind of like, don't make me pose. You know, (laughs) (laughs) they want to give it a shot and they know they're going to be good at it. Yeah, yeah. I would hazard that that invitation to have an, uh, an insta-posing lesson was open to the whole camp and they're the two who put up their hands <laughs> to be part of it, you know? I want to see Buck. <laughs> oh, Give it the pose and yeah. the waves. Buck is very good at teaching his, like, sort of trad mask skills, um, but he's not very good at taking on... He's not getting out of his comfort zone. He likes his comfort zone and is very comfortable <laughs> staying there. Do you know who might be able to speak to him on his level and get him out of his comfort zone? Candy. Little cha-cha? Little salsa? Mm. Little little Viennese waltz down the beach? Pasta doble? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The charity challenge was the banana dunk. This was a horrible challenge. I hated it. Um, Popping balloons (laughs) in your face. No, thank you. (laughs) Eating bananas. I mean, Richie cheated for a start. If he had won that, I would have been so fucked off. Because he used his hands at the end there to shove the banana in his mouth, which you weren't supposed to do. Lana ate an aphid for no reason at all because she didn't win, and uh, and Jess won. <laughs> Jess, Jess maybe maybe Jess is going to win. Like she's, yeah. she's winning three of these is not a small thing. And no, she, yeah. I feel like people just uh, you know in the same way that they ascribe all these. Uh, kind of particular characteristics to art because he's so cut and handsome. I feel like because Jess is so, like, g- gorgeous, so Miss University, we, they just sort of assume that she's a bit dumb. There's a lot of stuff to unpack in that. But then she mm-hmm. just kind of crushes all these challenges. But because she's got this winning smile, like, I don't think she gets the... She's never discussed as one of the threats to this thing, when I think she might be a massive threat. But she also doesn't put herself out there as a threat. She just quietly goes about her business. She's obviously a nice person, gets along with everyone, you know. So she's just, she's laying pretty low and slowly chipping away, knocking 
It's Knocking the crystals. Off all the big it's the crystals. She said, <laughs> didn't she? She was like, yeah. it's going to be a winning day. And then she went and won the banana dunk. Who'd have thought? <laughs> um, the Buck v. Richie thing really starting to, as you say, starting to, to amp up, a.k.a. Madonna versus Gaga. Loved it. Loved it a lot. Um, There is a team face-off. There are ice cream sundaes up for grabs. And it's a blindfolded maze thing. And Angela Bloodfield gets so frustrated (laughs) in these challenges where she has to direct other people. And she's like, you're a fucking idiot. Like That's basically what's going through her head the whole time. she thinks that Richie doesn't like being told what to do. Richie says that he couldn't hear anything, which you'd have to assume is probably true because Anna Simpson was saying the same thing, that she couldn't, you know, couldn't That's hear true. their instructions. But also there Richie- was a thing about, like, it seemed like it was screechy. I couldn't hear the screeching woman's oh. voices. <laughs> My yeah. worst nightmare, listening to women. <laughs> Verbatim quote from Richie. Is that what he said? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Get in the bin. If he's emanating that in all facets of his gameplay and in, on the camp, no wonder Angela is not into it because she seems to be, you know, she's bloody started off the Ovarian Alliance. She's all about the women. She's not like that at all. Um, yeah, I mean, I, f- I. F- felt Angela's voice cut through quite strong, to be honest. I felt like I could hear every single word she was saying. Yeah, it definitely felt like, I mean, Chris Chris was projecting. Yeah. But, I mean, the the beautiful and very funny bond between Chris and Buck that, uh, you know, (laughs) it's just, good boy, good 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 boy, boy, good boy. Yes, boy. so much fun with that. And Buck (laughs) really seemed to enjoy it too. And the teamwork made the dream work, you know? Yeah, but it's different when you're winning. When you're winning and you know the other team is so far behind, you can remain calm and not get frustrated and you can do your cute things knowing they're going to make the edit and you're going to get a good little grab saying, good boy, Buck. Um, Whereas... You know, Angela's already frustrated with Richie. Anna did this amazing thing where she walked into a pole and was Health like... Health But she was just like, <laughs> ah, ah, like, like my children when they do fake falls. It's like, that that. like the Wilhelm scream. That was amazing. It was that perfect sound bite. <laughs> it was to me like she was, um, she knew that they duffed it and she was just like so frustrated and then kind of, you know just hamming it up, like, there's a reason it's all going wrong, I'm walking into things and, and, you know, just kind of admitting defeat by walking into a post and then having a wee cry about it. Just a great They challenge. were real bad. They were what so about, bad. Um, put the D between your legs, Buck? <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. I'm saying it over and over and over. But I'm just saying, like, I can't. I mean, A, hilarious. And do you think Chris knew that Buck was going to struggle to identify a D amongst... Just by touch, <laughs> if you'll pardon the pun. Oh my god, out of control, Rude Pod. Um, Rude Pod. <laughs> let's let's skip to the let's skip to the elimination. Who won that? Repo won that. What did they win? Oh, Sundays, ice cream Sundays, and in the chance to see this thing. Uh, okay, so it was Edna and Lana up against each other. <laughs> balls on paddles, obviously. Um, can't go a week without some balls on paddles. Lana loses, does her speech, about to walk off the island, and Jess whips out the old mercy card. They win some pirate gold. Lana's still on the island. 
Angela sneaks a note to Bryn on the way out but fails to tell her to read it by herself. What do we think is going to happen there? I think Bryn will read, read it by herself. She's a smart cookie. True. Yeah, I think so. She's relying on the, she's like, we have a thespian bond. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, maybe they do. I don't know. And apparently that's the strongest bond that there is. I would argue a real pod bond, a corny bond, stronger. Those bits of silk and corn, can't break those. <laughs> Real bits. Uh, we, we, uh, I also, I do want to say, I, I loved it when they, they put up like the kind of semi-calligraphy, you know, thespian fancy word for actor. I think that the edit and the whole tonal yes. world of the show this week was absolutely brilliant. And I'm really super impressed with how the show, this objectively silly show is managing to, Maintain three episodes a week. Pickle. Are we going to pretend my dog's not absolutely losing the plot? <laughs> What's wrong with them? No, I think someone's. Do you know I had a real? It's completely off piece. Real weird situation yesterday. Someone knocked on my door, and uh, was asking about my insulation, which seems mm, super dodgy. Yeah. I remembered what I wanted to say. It was yep. uh, it was a request of production. Or TVNZ, mm. or someone with the power to get us some of the old pirate gold for yeah. the Real Pod Museum. I want it. I've seen it. It looks great. We need it. Excellent call. Hey, that's the end of our podcast for this week. We will be back next week to recap week four on Celebrity Treasure Island. Just a great show, a nice time. I don't think I could have survived lockdown without Celebrity Treasure Island. I'm going to go out there and say it. I think I would be walking the plank. Were it not for this lovely show. <laughs> Pirate gold. <laughs> just to be clear, when I say walking the plank, the plank would be over my bed and I would just walk onto my bed and stay there for the rest of my days. Right. <laughs> Thank you very much, CI here, for sitting through this and, uh, and and laughing at the funny bits. Did you? Was it funny? It was funny. Yeah. Also it's relatable. It's, it's the best Thank TV you. show I think that's ever been made. Good tone of mild surprise. Do you know what? Tiahu didn't watch reality TV before he started recording the real pod, so we've converted another. Yeah. We've poisoned you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's it. See you next week. Bye. Hello for Lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spin-Off. If you have the means, consider supporting our high-quality journalism by becoming a Spin-Off member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. Kia ora e te iwi. Kiai Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.